This is Spilling the Cha with Wendy and Tiffany, a podcast on two young Asian Americans navigating the world. Grab your cup because it's time to spill the cha. What's up? What's up? It's another episode of Spilling the Cha with Wendy and Tiffany. We hope that you guys have been doing well. Wendy and I have been kind of busy these past week, two weeks, question mark. Um, Yeah, like time slips by so fast these days. But yeah, we've been busy with exams and with school. Um, But now we are back. And this week's episode is on one that we're really excited to do. It's going to be on Mulan 2020, our thoughts and um, our reviews on the movie. And we felt really interested in talking about our thoughts on this movie because Wendy and I were both Chinese Americans. So we are pretty uniquely positioned to be able to comment and um, review this movie since culturally we come from a place that's like similar to Mulan, but at the same time we both grew up in America. So we can sort of like understand like American audiences and try to figure out like why this movie was so, so controversial. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna get right into it. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is characters that were in this movie um, and characters that weren't, that wait, characters that were in this movie and characters that were in the original. Because um, I think one of like the biggest, both um, criticisms and also um, positive remarks was that the new Mulan movie had some new characters that were not from the animated film. And one of them was the witch, also known as Xiang Long. Yeah, the witch. And she was like the talent lady, if you guys remember. Oh, wait, 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 before we go, we should just say that like this episode will contain some spoilers. So if you haven't watched Mulan 2020, you should probably watch it first and then listen to our our thoughts on that. So you have been warned. So yeah, I guess we're gonna start talking about the witch. And like, I actually wanted to start talking about this character first because I personally really, really like this character. And I thought that it was really interesting that they introduced like this witch character um, in this film because I thought that the witch was a really great foil to Mulan in that like they're both they're both very similar um, in terms of like their chi and like where they come from but like they both had like diametrically different outcomes different different life trajectories and I just found it to be so interesting how this witch kind of represented like a possible path that Mulan could have taken if like her society treated her the same way that the witch did and like for the most part like in the film it kind of felt like it was the same way like people were afraid of Mulan people treated her as an outcast um so like I I was really fascinated with this character of the witch I thought her fight scenes were super cool and like I thought that her interactions with Mulan just like kind of intensified like the the con like not not the outer conflict but like the inner conflict of like what it means to be like a powerful woman what it means to be seen as a powerful woman especially during that time what are your thoughts on this Wendy yeah and I think some people didn't like that they changed that they added this character the witch because I'm not sure maybe like they don't understand the Chinese culture um of how like women are kind of like looked down upon on I think that's the case in many cultures but I think they don't like it seeing in a 2020 movie but I think it's just portraying what the culture is like what used to be because I mean like this 
movie is not supposed to be a modern movie. And I think it's just portraying like what the culture is like. And I think that's okay. That's not like putting women down, I don't think. But I actually like, like Tiffany said, I also really like how um, they added this character actually, because like you said, it's like a foil kind of, it's also very similar to Mulan. You don't just have Mulan, but you have like some other character that's quote unquote, like more evil um, to compare her to, but the similar intentions, but at the, I mean, at the end of the movie, like um, she became quote unquote good and she saved Mulan. So I think it's a good addition. I don't think it's what people say. I mean, I don't, I really don't know why people would dislike the witch. Maybe because it's just different from the cartoon version. I agree. And I thought it was such a tragedy when, when she died, because I was really, really interested in seeing like what, like the end of the movie would look like with both of them like alive because even though like the witch was supposed to be like I guess like a secondary like antagonist in this film honestly I don't think I I didn't think she was like a true villain you know I I think she was just made out to be a villain because her society like forced her to become become that like she was literally she became an outcast because her society couldn't accept her so like I just thought it was such a tragedy that like at the last moment, like, she finally is able to, like, aid Mulan, but because of her coming to Mulan's aid, like, she died. It came at, like, her, at her, at the cost of her life, and, like, that's just so unfortunate, because it would have been very interesting to see, like, how her living and Mulan living, like, how that would have played out. And like, besides her character, I actually really like her costume. It's very intricate. Me too. I really loved her costume and, like, the weird, like, makeup thing. Like, I thought it was so cool. I'd never seen anything like that on like a, a Disney film yeah, in that way. Yeah, so I thought that was very interesting, yeah. All right, so the next character we're gonna talk about is Commander Tong. And he is played by Donnie Yen, right? I was honestly like, I really liked Donnie Yen's character. He played the commander and there's like that one scene where he's like, he's moving a sword in the air and like, it's just so fast. And I just remember like that scene as like, probably like one of the most like visually stunning scenes like of the movie because like it was just so graceful and, and serene and like he moved his blade so quickly and like it just felt like he was dancing um and I remember like I think I saw like a tra- like not sorry not a trailer but like a like a video of like the director talking about the movie and she said that that specific scene where he's like moving his sword and everything apparently like he was moving so fast that in the movie they had to slow it down just so like people could see it and I was just so blown away. I was like, wow, that's really incredible. And I wow. had like major, major respect for Donnie Yen. Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, like Tai Chi is very slow. But when you move fast, it's like Kung Fu. I mean, I just like thought about like um, these grandmas would do Tai Chi every morning in like neighborhood parts. And I thought that's very cute. It reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so next character is, oh, okay, so next character is um, Mulan's kind of, sort of, love interest slash comrade um, in, in, in the live action movie that's not in the animated film. Um, okay, she calls him Huawei, but like, it's I think spelled it's Hong Huawei, but she calls him Huawei. No, I, I think she calls Hong him Hong Huawei. I think you just heard it wrong. Hong she Hui. said Huawei. I'm so sure she said that. The best scene that I can think of that really exemplifies like my my conflicting views on like their relationship was the scene where 
she was in the river I think she was bathing she was naked and then like all of a sudden Hua Hui just pops out of nowhere and he's like oh like hey and this is after like the whole like scene where like she's fighting him um and like everyone's like watching her and everyone's like whoa she's so cool so she's like basically in the river and she's naked she's like oh my god there's a man coming what do I do what do I do and then Paul Hui is totally like oblivious to this and he's like yeah I'm gonna join you basically and then like he's talking to her and like she's freaked out so she like she tells him like leave and then he's like I won't be your friend she's like I won't be your friend and then like he's like okay and then he leaves well the reason why I'm talking about this scene in particular is because he says something that I felt was kind of powerful but also at the same time I was like hmm, I don't know he said that he viewed Mulan as an equal he said you are my equal in every way and like I thought that deeply resonated but at the same time I was kind of like would a man say this to another man like I'm not sure I'm, a, I'm not a guy so I, I can't I can't say but as, as a woman hearing that I was like wow like that's that's pretty powerful and I'm sure that that speaks volumes to like his character and like who he is but at the same time like I was also like would he say that it, like do God would, would a guy say that to another guy I wasn't I just wasn't sure if that was too it was too super like too too artificial I guess like if it felt like he was just saying that so the audience could see like a guy respecting a woman and like calling her his equal were you were you rooting for those two Wendy yeah they're pretty cute together I mean I don't want to use cute but like you know they're pretty they look pretty you know compatible like they all respect each other and stuff yeah I feel the same way too and I, and I thought the scene at the end like where it's like a purple sky you know and she's leaving and he's like wait don't leave and she's like ever told me to leave but like you're telling me to stay I thought that scene was very cute I, <laughs> it, it made me happy to see so, and last but not least Mulan named after Mulan <laughs> honestly I had no problem with Mulan like the character the live action character um I mean, there was there are some like political reasons for why people like didn't like her, but like putting that aside for a second, I think she did a great job. She didn't like overdo it. I think she was honestly she was pretty perfect. Like, I agree. I think that uh, Liu Yifei did a really good job at portraying Mulan because I think that she really conveyed like the emotions and like the inner turmoil that Mulan was going through like I think especially during the part where um uh she had like that showdown with the witch and then like the witch was like you can't like fight or whatever because like, you don't even know who you are like you can't like you don't like something like you know what I'm talking about you know and then and then she comes out she takes out her bun she's all her wavy hair and she's coming out and she's fighting like I think like that like the emotions of that scene were pretty real and like I thought that the actress did a really good job at like showing that. So like I I was pretty impressed with her performance. I thought she did a great job. Yeah. Okay. Like she didn't overdo her expressions. I think they were like just right to demonstrate what she's feeling. I I really liked her in the movie actually. Yeah, I thought she was great. And like she was also super funny too. Like I remember like in the scenes where like she's like in the camp, the military camp with the guys, like <laughs> all her interactions, like I thought it was super funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, like, I really like the part where, like, um, they're, like, okay, uh, I think someone said, like, it's time for, it's time to shower. And then um, someone said, okay, someone needs to go on night duty. And she immediately, she was, like, me. <laughs> and then she's, like, or I volunteer, too. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so funny. I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> yes. 
And yeah. I really like all her interactions with, I guess, all the guys. They were, especially with Hong Hye, I guess that's like yeah. the most interactions she had with of all the battlefield mates. Um, they were all, I saw them as like, almost like partners in the battlefield. They would talk about like deep stuff. Yeah. They even talked about like, oh, what is your like ideal um, wife? Is that wife? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. I yeah. Remember. And then they talked about, I think this part was just to show like the traditional ideal characteristics of in a woman. I agree. And then, and then herself, like uh, Mulan, disguised as a guy, said like she wanted quote like his wife to be or her okay I don't know what to say but like his her wife to be like brave what else what other adjectives did she use like brave courageous something about smart I'm pretty sure yeah. she's being smart like something along the line along the <laughs> something along the lines of brave courageous smart and then like the guys found it oh don't be ridiculous but I think that like, I don't think that's something to be offensive about. I think, like, nowadays that would be offensive to say, like, that's not what you want, but, like, um, like that don't be ridiculous. But I think that, that is just showing what the, I guess, um, mentality or culture was like back then. So, yeah, definitely. Don't need to be offended by that scene. Yeah, and if anything, I think it, like, really showed how she was super... Like, basically, like, when she's describing, like, her ideal wife, like, she's not really describing her ideal wife. Like, she's describing herself. And I think... Yeah, that's what that, I meant. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. And I and I feel like that's also, like, kind of powerful, too, that she has the confidence to say that about herself. Mm-hmm. And, like, to, like, not, you know, like, not be ashamed of it. Because I think that, like, like, Wendy said, like, I feel that that whole conversation like the whole interaction was like kind of to demonstrate like in the in the time that they're in in the time that they're like recreating like that's that was like not the like that those were not the characteristics that were generally like associated with women not that like they didn't have it but like that was just like culturally and like socially I guess not considered to be like ideal so I I thought that I thought the scene was okay I didn't find it misogynistic or anything and like Honestly, like when like Huawei was like totally okay with it, and he was just like while all the other guys were laughing, Huawei didn't like laugh. I was like, oh, so yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and before we move on to like scenes, I do just want to mention there was a Mingna Wen like cameo like at the end of the movie. I was not expecting that, and I was so happy when I saw the OG Mulan walking in front of the the new Mulan. That was really cool. Yeah, and Mingna Wen is the. I mean, in case you didn't know, because um, sorry, oh, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> but she is the person who voiced over for the uh, cartoon Mulan or animated Mulan. So moving on to some scenes that I guess we had some thoughts about were the makeup scene in the very beginning. I don't think that is an accurate portrayal of what the Chinese did in that time because they definitely didn't paint their face in like like bright yellow bright pink and white all over their whole face I really didn't, don't think they did that I think that is um something that's inaccurate that they did yeah I thought it was super inaccurate <laughs> like like I guess like for visual purposes like 
I could understand from like a cinematographer's point of view why they would want to incorporate that because I I do think that like the colors and like her face like I thought that was kind of cool to see like visually but like historically and culturally like that's not accurate at all so like I can understand why like some people like especially Chinese people because I think there was a bit of backlash about that scene in China Mm because like a lot of Chinese people really offended that like they had this like historically inaccurate scene um and like it kind of like I guess seems like to non-Asian people that like the Japanese like geisha like they they like would do some practice very similar to that like it kind of implies like to to Chinese people that like non-Asian people think that Japanese geishas and like Chinese girls are the same but they're not the same like we have different practices different rituals and just different culture different everything so like when you like I guess like try to make some entire like East Asian culture like uniform and like monolithic like that like it's kind of it comes off as pretty offensive yeah I mean personally I wasn't super offended when I was watching this scene but like I was very confused I was like I was gonna say yeah I was gonna say I was like super confused I'm like um I was just confused I was like am I missing something (laughs) am I missing something in my like what I know yeah yeah and I guess like maybe in like the like the animated film I think there was like a scene where like they're dressing her in makeup and stuff but I don't think like the whole like green makeup and the yellow makeup and like the red stuff I don't think that was as pronounced and I guess that's why like people didn't have as big of an issue with that as like the the live action film actually was there that scene in the animated one I don't remember like did they paint their face? they had a scene where like they were putting makeup on her and they painted her face white Okay, that's just so inaccurate, honestly. I mean, I thought that was pretty inaccurate, but, like, I was also, like, okay, like, <laughs> this movie was obviously not animated by, like, Asian people, so. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know that. I don't know. If there were any Asian people who animated the movie, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to, like, be offensive or anything, you know, like, you, you do great things, you know, you do you. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I, yes. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, these are just, like, our thoughts. Please don't yeah. feel offended. Okay. Yeah, please don't be offended. Thanks. And the next scene, well, there was a couple scenes that talked about Chi. Um, and Chi is, well, they, they, I think in the subtitles, they spelled it C-H-I, but technically it's Q-I in Chinese pinyin, but it's pronounced C-H-I, so Chi. And Chi is, okay, so I'm going to read this off of Google because, um, well, it says Chi translates to air and figuratively a material energy, life force, or energy flow. And in the movie, they talked about Chi like something like a magical power that only one special person has, which is very inaccurate. The way they described it, or maybe they tried to describe it and they failed to get the message across clearly to someone who doesn't know what Chi is. I definitely 100% agree. I think that like the whole like misrepresentation of Chi was like the biggest the biggest like thing I had about this movie that like made me like not super super happy just because like I felt that the way they described Chi in the film was like equivalent to the force in Star Wars like some magical like mystical power that certain people are born with that gives them like like abilities to do like magic and crazy stuff like that's not what she is in real life and like it's kind of annoying because like I guess I can understand why they were trying to like spice up the live action film by including some more like magical mystical elements but 
that's not what she is she's literally it's like energy it's like it's like what Wendy said it's like your your life force like everyone has chi and like it's supposed to be like if like you have um wait I don't know if I'm describing this correctly but this is like how I like I guess was taught it's sort of like um your 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 healthiness I guess like your heartbeat kind of it's like it's like the it's like your vitality. I think that's the best way to describe it in a way that kind of makes sense. Like your, your vitality as a human, like your, the energy that you bring, like sometimes you're low energy, sometimes you're high energy. And like, that has to do with like your chi level. So like, that's how I think about it. And I felt like the way that the movie was going on about it was like, it was some like secret magical power that certain individuals were like chosen to have. And that's not the case at all. And I think that I felt that this film used Chi as like the reason why Mulan was like different from the other girls and the reason why like she was able to like challenge like social norms about women compared to like other women like I felt that I really didn't like that because it felt to me like the movie was implying that the only reason why Mulan was able to be who she was become the legend who she was wasn't because of like her own abilities it wasn't because like of her own courage and her own hard work and her own determination but it was more because of that innate talent that innate chi that she was born with she was just lucky enough to be born with a ton of chi and like that basically put her at the same level as a man that's like what I got from watching the movie and that's like what made me the most upset because like that's not like why I love Mulan I love Mulan because she showed that any girl like any like anyone like any girl any any human any anyone really like if they have like the courage if they have like that persistence that tenacity to stand up for themselves and and to be true to who they are like if they can do that then they can like transform like their society and so it just made me really upset that like they that 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 message from like the animated film that I love so much just wasn't translated in the same way in the live action film. I think something else that I wanted to bring up that maybe should have been in the characters was the dragon or not, sorry, not the dragon. Like they replaced the dragon with a phoenix and phoenix is actually a very symbolic kind of figure in Chinese culture that maybe some people may not understand. So they really didn't like that they, that the dragon got replaced by the phoenix and in Chinese culture, um, the phoenix, or as Google just generalizes as um, a union of male and female birds, is often used to symbolize the yin and yang of the core of Chinese philosophy, which represents balance and harmony in the universe. I think I really like, I mean, I'm not offended or I have no, I'm not like, I mean, I don't dislike the phoenix and I also don't dislike the dragon I don't have very a lot of comments on between like the dragon and the phoenix but I think that the, the phoenix is kind of representative of Chinese culture so I I like that they incorporated a phoenix because it showed um what is able to motivate the phoenix does represent something it's not something random it's def it definitely is a big part of Chinese culture and I liked that that was the character that was used to kind of like appear whenever Mulan needed kind of some sort of motivation. Yeah, I agree. I, I also didn't have a problem with Phoenix. I thought that was fine. Um, I think that like, I guess one of the biggest uh, criticisms that this movie get is that like they didn't include Mushu and they didn't include like some yeah. other characters. I, 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 will, I want to respond to that. I want to respond to that really quick. So I, I think Mushu, like, don't get me wrong. He's super funny and like, he did add a lot of like character to the animated film and he's definitely like one of the most cherished 
parts about the film but I do also want to recognize that this this live action film like really does like showcase that this film this story is about war and <laughs> like yes including a talking dragon would sure definitely put in some like comic relief every once in a while but like you like when it's a live action film you actually see like dead bodies like you actually see people fighting and bloodshed and like when you see all that like visceral carnage like it's a lot harder I guess to put in a talking dragon and seem like everything is fine like you can still have humor in the film but it needs to be intentional and it needs to be like more well thought out so I think I so I'm basically saying that's why I understand that the anime the animated movie like the talking dragon worked because it was like a family friendly like funny movie and like you know and all that stuff but like this live action film like definitely had a different tone so I can I can definitely get why they didn't include the talking dragon but there were still moments that there was humor there were still moments where I was laughing yeah um and I guess the last point about scenes that I want to make is um just about like the cinematography and the kung fu in the film I really enjoyed it I thought it was great it was one of my favorite parts actually watching this movie just seeing the fighting scenes um, and like seeing all the stunts that um, Liu Yifei did uh, as Mulan, it's really cool. I found out that she actually like did both of her stunts. So I thought that was super incredible. And like, yeah, big, big, big kudos to her. So I really, I really liked all the action. Yeah, I also really liked all the actions because it kept me, those are like the main parts that kept me on like the edge of my seat. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It's very, I don't know how to say, it. it's just, and I really liked it. Now we're going to end um, our episode by reading one rating and just uh, responding to that. So uh, Wendy's going to read a one-star rating and I'm going to read a five-star rating. So this five-star rating is taken from Google reviews and um, I'm not going to say the name, but I will say that this person ranked Mulan, the live action film, five stars. This person said, Wow, definitely Disney's best adaptation of a classic to live action yet. 100, 100, 100. Excellent character development that leads with a strong new storyline, delivering an amazing and fresh take on the original classic animated version while still making numerous iconic references. Special mention to Liu Yifei for the amazing portrayal of Mulan, which certainly was a tremendous challenge. The emotional roller coaster that we take along with Liu Yifei's Mulan is a staple of this masterpiece. Yeah, I think that um, <laughs> this review was obviously very positive. <laughs> and I think like they definitely touched upon some of the things that Wendy and I talked about throughout this episode. Um, I think, I mean, to say that it's the best adaptation of a classic, I, I don't know about that. I have to say, like, I think, I think that there were some other live action films that like, you know, like I, I, I would argue we're probably better better adapted to to live the live action um but but overall I would say like yeah like like everything this person said about the storyline about about like how it, it differed from the animated film and about like how like well like you like did with like her character from Mulan like I agree with that yeah I definitely think that she did a good job um, like there were a lot of positive reviews, but there were also a lot of like negative reviews for this movie. Um, there are a lot of reasons. Like I said, like there's a lot of political reasons. Um, there's some like, I'm not gonna go into it. Let's just like leave it there. <laughs> um, but I guess I'll read a one star review and I'm not gonna read the whole thing because all these like um, reviews are super long, but 
one person said on Google review, she said that, or sorry, she or he said that there were so many things terrible about this film, even without comparing it to the original. But what stood out for me as the worst offenders were the lack of character growth and cultural inaccuracies. Well, yeah, I think we agree on that. Um, this person also talked about the inaccuracy of Chi. Um, yeah, I would say that there are a lot of inaccuracies, like all the things that we talked about that Tiffany and I talked about, including Chi and like the face paint. And then this person also said that, I admit that the cinematography was beautiful and I enjoyed the action scenes, but even those can't have a mess, can't save the mess of a plot. For a movie that's supposedly catering to the Chinese audience, it makes it an even bigger mockery of our culture. An advice to Disney, maybe next time actually include a Chinese or even Asian screenwriter so you don't produce something this embarrassing ever again. Well, yeah, so we have like, um, audience like like this person who really was offended by the cultural inaccuracies and I'm not sure if there was um, an Asian screenwriter that helped to produce this I don't think so I think that the so the cast was predominantly Asian um, mm -hmm. but I don't think that same um, diversity was reflected in the uh, screenwriters and the directors and the producers yeah but I mean like I mean I also agree with this um this reviewer but other than that I really like this movie to be honest I was waiting this movie since 2019 I was like I'm so excited let's get it in um spring break 2020 but you know coronavirus broke out and yeah we just watched it like a few weeks ago and then yeah well it's I mean I guess something else that I thought about it was it went super by in like the first half no wait sorry it went super slow in the first half and it like zoomed by in the latter half and I was like well what, what the heck just happened I guess like the pacing of the movie wasn't consistent throughout so those were our thoughts for Mulan 2020. And if you haven't watched it yet, I would recommend to watch it. So you can decide whether our reviews are accurate <laughs> or whether you have your own. So feel free to, yeah, watch it. And like, yeah, like leave a comment and like let us know like what we got right and what we got wrong. Despite like all of our criticisms and like our reviews and our thoughts like on this film, like the good and the bad and the ugly, like Overall, it's, it's, it's really, really wonderful to see like a predominantly like Asian cast like from like a Disney movie and like portrayed like in a bunch of like mainstream like American like the not theaters but mainstream like American platforms and like streaming services like I think that's like really awesome and like now the more now more than ever like the Asian American community like really does need to have a lot more representation like our stories deserve to be told like we deserve to be heard and like it was refreshing to see like someone who looked like me and and see a cast who like represented like the diversity like of our community like on screen so like that was really really great to see and like I hope I really really hope that we see more Asian stories like portrayed on the big screen. Yeah, so that is the end of our episode. And um, Wendy and I actually will be heading into the storm for finals. And we're getting really busy uh, preparing for that and preparing for like the final uh, end of the semester. So Wendy and I are going to be taking a brief hiatus from Spilling the Cha. 
But we will be back in the new year for more stories and more episodes on all the crazy things that are happening in the world. Thanks for listening. I know this was a long one. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye!